Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm your host, Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. And uh, we got our we got our first real off-season episode coming up. We talked about Tampa winning the Cup, so we don't really have too much to cover from the this past season. So we're going to get into uh, some off-season talk here today. Uh, going to kind of talk about the whole league, focus on the blues a little bit, but a lot, a lot of stuff to cover, a lot of implications as well as uh, a, a new uh, uniform premiered today for the Vegas Golden Knights. So Tommy and I are going to talk about that as well. Should be a fun, easy episode to take you guys into the weekend. Where would you like to start, Tommy? You want to start with those uh, Golden Knights jerseys? Uh, yeah, let's start there just because they, they popped out today. And All it's right. kind of like in terms All of right. timeliness, I feel like that's that's a good place to start. Right. So I feel like I feel like these jerseys had been rumored since the team was in- inaugurated into the NHL. Um, they are the Golden Knights. So it was only a matter of time before they had a golden jersey. Uh, and they unveiled it today. It is a sparkly gold with white and red sleeves. Uh, and the normal gray helmet, and then uh, some some white gloves. Um, I'll let you go first, Tommy. What do you what do you think of them? Um, personally, for me, uh, this kind of reminds me of like the Nashville jerseys. When <laughs> like I don't know, dude. Anytime you get like a full yellow jersey going, like you really have to make like the colors contrast and complement each other. And I feel like Pittsburgh's done a good job with that, um, but. I I don't think it's the same kind of scenario here because of the, I don't know, the outlandish color, I guess, of the Vegas gold. It feels like it kind of looks like baby poop. <laughs> but, baby poop. That's a new dude, one. It does, honestly. But like, I feel like if they would have gone with a darker shade of gray to like compliment, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just feels too light and it just looks strange to me. And the, like the gray, I don't know. The gray helmet's going to look a little weird too, but I'm, I don't know. I, it looked, definitely looked better. Like, cause when the, initially when the mannequin photos came out, I was like, oh, this looks like some AliExpress, like <laughs> Chinatown bullshit. Like, oh dude, it was brutal. But then they came out with like the actual, like, media like team media photography photos and it looked a little cooler and i do like the sparkle aspect right but so i I mean the way i look at it is i think uh the on ice product is going to be very telling i think like the 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 lights and the ice is going to make them look like a gorgeous right royal gold that that works for vegas or it's going to look like baby shit um I think these could be either some of the nicest jerseys in the NHL or some of the worst jerseys in the NHL based on how they look on the ice. Uh, I was reading about like the the jersey design and like the number one thing that they were flexing was that the the, the center patch is lightweight or some some shit like that. Like the the, the center crest is forty five percent lighter. Yeah, like, what? weird flex, but okay. Um, uh, damn, that's that's you heard it here first. That's why Vegas has had so much success. Is their yep. jerseys are forty five percent lighter than everyone else's. <laughs> um, 
but I, I do see a comment here on, on Reddit. Uh, the four steps of any jersey reveal. Step one, I hate it. It looks ugly. Step two, it's growing on me. Step two, okay, it actually looks pretty good on the ice. Step four, I love it. <laughs> so I don't know if it's going to be quite like that for this because they're they're right now. I think they're pretty damn ugly. It's going to take some some mind blowing uh, on ice look to to change my mind. Yeah, I I don't know. I I I just don't see it happening for me. At any rate, like I, it's just any anytime you got like a full yellow jersey going, I'm just like, okay, what are we doing here? It just it's looks got so glitter on it. That's what it's I'm got saying. Glitter on it, like. <laughs> I feel I like they, they had someone do better opportunities here. Yeah. And the one thing is it's the exact same like styling as their home and away jerseys uh, in terms of like the logo and the crest and stuff. I think it would have looked really cool if they maybe put their, their shoulder crest on the front of the Jersey, you know, the mm-hmm. one with like the, the one with like the, the, the crisscrossing swords. Yeah. Yeah, um, honestly, that would have been. That I think that would. I think that would have complimented it a little bit better. Or, honestly, they could have just gone completely off the wall and come up with some kind of like their own version of like a Kachina or like the Blues like trumpet jerseys. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they could have just done like fuck it, Ace of Spades jerseys and thrown like some fucking cards on. Dude, right. that would have been nasty too. But right, I instead think instead they go with the Gerber baby shit. Yeah, yeah. So this jersey's kind of a, this jersey's kind of a, a kind of a half cent. If you're gonna be if you're yeah. going for an obnoxious jersey, like I don't know, I don't want to say they were going for an obnoxious jersey, but they weren't going for your typical blue, black, white NHL jersey. They were they were trying to make a statement here, and yeah, and the fact that they all they did was just make it gold and sparkly and didn't change anything else. That's a half cent you yeah. know like you if said you're gonna go throw, especially some, throw, gonna some, go. throw some funky funky logo on the front yeah. gold helmets gold pants yeah. all gold dairy tang if you're gonna go if you're gonna go obnoxious like you said you really gotta be loud and just full send it mm-hmm. got kind of like i mean like our hockey teams did a fantastic job with it in the 90s and that's why those jerseys have aged so well and that's why people love them so much is because they're like timely you know and it's right. like even like now it's like they might be timely but it's timely because of how like gross they look <laughs> So they do look a little that's kind of a yikes, but it does honestly like the the stages you were talking about, and, like the steps of like a, getting a jersey reveal or whatever. It does kind of feel like when the Blues like announced their uh, their All Star jerseys, and everybody was like, "What the fuck?" They're literally just like three pinstripes, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's the musical notes on the measure for the city of St. Louis." Like it was pretty dumb to begin with, but people still yeah. bought the jerseys, and it was still kind of like oh, iconic of for for hosting the for hosting the game in our city. So it's still. I, I don't know. I don't. We'll see what happens, I guess. But I, they're still weird jerseys. Yeah. Anyways, um, definitely, uh, definitely not the best, uh, best execution from Vegas. Um, I, the white looks so bad. It does. I'm sorry. It's just too white light. Looks- it's just too light in general. I feel like, like if you're gonna go white and yellow, then you have to put like black in there or some kind of dark tone to offset it you know mm-hmm. i don't know i didn't i'm not even good yeah. at art i don't even i never even took like art classes in high school i was a band kid i played clarinet go squidward but <laughs> i play clarinet too oh shit no way <laughs> in fourth grade for one year oh there we go i i could play like harry potter actually it was pretty sick but that's dope i can play hot cross buns yeah, there you go. That's dope. But at any rate, um, I, like my sister did art and stuff. And so I feel like it's just like makes common sense to like if you have lighter tones and you have to throw some darker ones in there for like a balance, you know, it's all about balance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Plus, I've made I've made enough teams on created team and in Madden and hockey 
um, that I, I, I feel like I'm a specialist when it comes to this kind of thing. So don't take my word as like, oh, this kid doesn't know what he's talking about because I am a graphic design expert and it's my major. So <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Major communication, but still. Ooh, smarty pants. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, we were getting close to the halfway point of today's episode, so I want to tell you guys about a uh, a new product from from an old friend. Built, you know, only eleven. We over at Built Bar have come out with Built Go. Built Go makes you the best you at whatever you do. Oh, I like that rhyme. Wow, I love that. that's a bar. Right. Bars, bars. Built Go <laughs> is here to help you break through your wall. It is a workout gel. So whether it is a mental or physical wall, you can break through it with Built Go every single day. They're easy to take in 1.5 ounce packages, so they're nice and small. You can put it in your briefcase if you got a, if you got a big presentation. Throw it in your golf bag if you're if you're kind of you know shanking it on the front nine. You need to boost for that back nine. Put it down real quick, or just keep one in your pocket and take it when you t- need to. Built Go. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's five out of energy, but without that crash feeling. Plus, it's all natural, so it's way better for your body. It's like drinking a monster energy drink, but only a third of the caffeine and much better results. And there are three delicious flavors. Peanut butter, honey, oh my. Chocolate coconut and chocolate mint. That sounds absolutely delicious. And now you may be asking, how does Built Go work so well? Built Go combines energy gel with a collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast absorbing, so it gets into your system fast. Plus, it's super easy on the stomach, and it is Bilko is loaded with good stuff, good stuff to help ignite your work and get a natural workout. It's got beta alanine, B3 honey, and a little bit of caffeine. Um, plus, it's got B6 and B12 vitamins, so plenty of vitamins to help you keep going. And the collagen helps promote joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. So this stuff literally makes you look better, and it makes you feel better. So go to BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 30% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED for 30% off at BuiltGo.com. And we'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. All right, Tommy. Where to next? Uh, do we want to talk the world about free is your agency oyster. in general? Free agency in yeah, yeah a lot like of the big dogs. Because I feel like we talked a lot about Petrangelo, but not a lot about like the other fellas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so obviously Petrangelo is a big one, as as you all may know if you're listening to this podcast. Um, but a lot of other big names out there. Uh, honestly, I might as well just pull it up. Um, T. Yeah, I got it. Taylor Hall is number two. I feel like okay. it's gotta be. I feel like he's gonna be chasing a cup, so it's gonna be interesting to see where he goes. Taylor Hall will most likely be chasing. It's gonna be interesting because he's been kind of bouncing around lately, and you know, came off coming off of a Hart Trophy season a few years ago, and I don't want to say hasn't returned to that, but it you definitely know, there's have a, the same impact. Right. So I kind of feel like I feel like you're, you're, we're kind of waiting for him to to find that find that potential, find that skill again, and and you know. If you if you're an NHL team, you got a, a former Hart Trophy winner, uh, great scoring winger on the market. He's going to get a big payday. Mm-hmm. And big I know the payday. I know the the well, the Blues have been talked about like being linked to uh, offensive forwards. I think they're talking about uh, Hoffman, right? Being mm-hmm. linked to the Blues potentially in terms of trade talk. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they talked about it before with Taylor All when. Like earlier in the season, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, Taylor I mean, Hall, we almost traded for Taylor Hall way back when when we traded Shattenkirk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, it was, it, it was, the trade was in place, except Shattenkirk wouldn't agree to an extension in Edmonton. So it, it fell through. Um, but man, man, oh man, what a trade that would be. Mike Hoffman, though, another guy that has been in blues rumors for what seems like yeah, forever. Yeah, seems like forever. Um, Shattenkirk's a free agent as well, so. Shankar is a free agent. It's tough because you know we can't talk about Blue's plans or anything like that until we know the result of the elephant in the room. Um, right. And even if Petrangelo doesn't come back, it's still not like the Blues have a ton of cap space to work with. So we will definitely see. Um, but a lot of big names. Tory Krug, obviously, whether he gets traded or signed, that's going to be interesting. Um, he's an undersized offensive defenseman, which, don't get me wrong, is valuable. But it's I, I would be a little hesitant to pay a guy like that. Uh, he plays I'll, a big though, game, though. Right. He, he, plays a, he, he plays a big game. And... He doesn't he lack is, in physicality. Right, right, right. His hit on Robert Thomas is anything to say to that. Mm-hmm. And and his style is the future. But um, it, it is likely that I, I think some team just going to give him a, a, a gigantic contract and, and, and probably you know, regret it. it Right, and probably yeah. regret it. Not saying, you know, Tori Krug isn't a great player. It's just it, when it comes to defensemen who are offensive-based, offensive, offensive based, it's, it's it's a little tough to come in with the contract number. Like even you could say, like, you know, Brent Burns' contract is really, really bad. Even though he puts up 70 points a year, he just is inept in the defensive end. So it could be could turn into one of those things, depending on where he goes. Um, if he has good, strong defensemen to, ca- uh, to sort of balance out his, his offensive style, you know, I, I think that would be pretty beneficial. But if he goes to some team that's just trying to load up on small scale defense and it could be a little could be a little spooky yeah, um good and then robin laner is a free agent as well but uh i don't know is he he's probably returning to yeah Vegas, right i would have to think he's returning and they're probably going to move mark andre flurry mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that would make sense um, so that's going to be interesting too to see what happens with flurry yeah yeah because so flurry he did it like move. because they did bring in leonard this season to like kind of lighten his workload Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know. I, it feels like in years past, he's been a better goalie when he's had more of a workload. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. But yeah. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting to see for sure. And what kind of tweets he comes out with his agent. <laughs> yeah. God. Yep. Yep. And, uh, looking at, let's see a couple of their defense, Tyson Barry, another small offensive defenseman. Yeah. Jacob um, Markstrom. Jacob Markstrom. A lot of goalies. So I guess we can, yeah. I guess we can have the goalie talks right now. So Markstrom, Flurry, Holtby, Lungfist, maybe Rask. Lot of lot of names could could Rask. be could I be on the move. That. Wow. Well, so so I don't know if you. I, I don't think there's been necessarily trade rumors per se, but I know it was rumored at the beginning of the season that he could retire at the end of this year mm. or next year. Um, he? And he's in his, I think he's like 34. Oh, wow. Something, I know, it kind of sneaks up. I, I could be wrong there. 30, maybe like 32. I think Tuka Peck Rask, is up there too, isn't he? 33. Like yeah, Tuka Rask is 33. So, and and also the circumstances in which he left the bubble were obviously a little a little sus. Yeah. Um, so I, I wouldn't, I don't want to say it's a guarantee move, but I wouldn't be surprised to see his name getting thrown around too. Um, 
just because he's been their goalie for forever and maybe didn't leave them on the best under the best uh, circumstances. Right. I can't. I can't imagine. You know, even if it was, you know, even though he did have every right to leave, and no, I don't think anyone can really criticize his decision. It, it can't be the best to just you know have your goalie walk out on, on the team like that. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough chemistry to rebuild right. in some way, shape, or form. And he's aging, and you got to wonder if Boston looks at that and says maybe it's time to move on. You know. Yeah. Um, I think he's got one year left on his deal, maybe. Also, I, um, I think it's important to note that, like, on this list that I'm looking at, he's further down, but Q Dobin's a free agent as well. And I feel like I his, believe his draft stock went way up. I believe, yeah, I believe he's returning to Dallas. I think I saw a report that, like, uh, it, it, both sides, yeah, the Stars have informed Q Dobin's camp that they want to keep him around. Easier said than done, okay. of course. So, Stars so are going to be trying to It's not him. written in contract yet, but it's like verbal agreement, kind of. Right. Well, or the team said like they want him. The team that wants him back, but like you said, he could be gunning for that big payday, and I don't. Right, and this would be a Dallas perfect time for him to chase that bag. Honestly, yeah, absolutely. I don't know. If, I don't know what Dallas's cap space is looking like, but I can't imagine many teams have a whole lot of cap space right now. Corey um, Crawford's a free agent as well. Ooh, they got a lot of money. Never mind. Pat Maroon's a free agent. <laughs> It's going to be wild, honestly. It is going to be wild. Um, wow. And you look at the, the cap space. Chara. There are some teams. At, there are some teams. Yeah, there are some teams at the top. Anaheim has $470,000 in cap space. And there are some teams with not a lot of cap space. But then you go down towards the bottom of the list. Ottawa, $43 million. Buffalo, $34 million. New Jersey, $26 million. Detroit, Twenty-six million. There's some teams which, who are probably gonna really, they're probably gonna reap the rewards of of this flat cap. Yeah, because if you think about it, this flat cap is probably gonna, in some way, increase the the competition for free agents at the top but there's probably gonna be less teams bidding if that makes sense Mm -hmm. because not a lot of teams have cap space to go after guys but the teams that do have so much more cap space than everyone else that i feel like a lot of these bigger name players are gonna get some hefty offers from some bad teams um who knows can you imagine like henrik lundquist going to the devils or something like that braden holtby to like who oh Colorado Dude, has Holby, a lot of yeah, Holby to the Avalanche, I feel like, is a match made in heaven. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. They have a lot of money. And who do they have to resign? Anyone? Oh, God. I don't know. Uh, Nishushkin, Colin Wilson, Matt Nieto, Tyson Jones. They have Landis coming but up. Jones is an RFA. Jones is an RFA. Landis is next year. Yeah. And... No one big on defense. Cal McCarr, they got to pay, but he's an RFA next year. So still nothing to, yeah, they could absolutely make a run at Braden Holtby. It would take some, take some finagling down, down the line. Waiting but, in the wings, like their window's oh, wide open. They're going to be scared. And, and also Nathan McKinnon's making $6.3 million yeah, against the Cavs for the next stupid, three years. Just stupid. <laughs> it's going to be a fun off season for sure. All right, we're getting close to the end of today's episode. So let's head to one more short ad break and then we will come back and wrap this one up. All right, Tommy. Where to next? You want to keep? You want to keep breaking down free agency or something? You want to talk some football, baseball? 
up to you. Uh, Where we take? I don't know. Should we talk about? Should we talk about the Cardinals? We can talk about the Cards. The I've, been, I've been watching. I've been watching. I'm watching a little bit. I mean, the first um, game they looked like a completely different team than when we'd watched all season. They literally came out guns a blaze, and Paul Goldschmidt sends a moonshot in the left field, uh, gets him on the board. I think they put a four spot up in the first inning. Mm-hmm. Um, end up winning. I think it was six to four. Is that right? Seven to four, something like that. Uh, something like that. Seven to four. Yeah. And then game two uh, was the Fernando Tatis show. Just yeah. <laughs> it's an absolute dong. Um, but the I feel like the Cardinals bullpen. Yeah, I feel like they're best. I you can't even be mad, dude. Like honestly, like a half of like the I baseball in fit. Yeah, the baseball fan in me like kind of wants the Padres to win because one, like <laughs> they they haven't won in like a hot second. They're like one of the most fun teams to watch in baseball right now. And Tatis, as in terms of like a superstar for the league, is probably one of the most energetic and fun guys they've mm-hmm. had in a long time. So you can't even like be mad at a guy like that. Like if he mm-hmm. like if he hits a moonshot and like pimps it off of us, like dude, I'm yeah. I'm grinning ear to ear. That's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. But speaking of uh, teams that haven't won in a while, Miami Marlins are one out away from sweeping the Chicago Cubs. Things that we all saw coming. Right now. Um, right now. There's the, two outs in the bottom a, of the They night. had a good, like, little, I don't know, a bubble's not the right word. Quarantine season, I guess. Yeah. No one really one expected away, that. I can't believe it. And uh, yeah. the fucking guy leading their charge for their pitching rotation, Sandy Alcantara. Six, though. Oh, six, well, six, don't forget about six, though. Six, yeah. though, nasty. Oh, yeah. So, they got yeah the, but they got Alcantara's, Alcantara's been Alcantara's good for him, too, and he too. used to be in the Cardinals organization. He gets a lot of strikeouts. He throws some heat. So they got a good little team uh, over there, especially after getting rid of Yelich and Ozuna and all of those guys. Like they probably thought they were going to drop off steeply, but they've done pretty well. Yeah. Speaking of uh, uh, pitching, did you see who the Padres are starting tonight? I did not. They're they're starting uh, Craig Stammen, who is a relief pitcher. You want to know when his last start was, Tommy? I want you to guess. I want you to guess. (laughs) 2015. 2015. You're close. You're halfway there. <laughs> 2010. August 4th, 2010. <laughs> the same Dude, year that Fernando, to God, though. The same year that Fernando Tatis Sr. was playing in the MLB. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, it would be some cardinal shit though to like like anybody who watches the Cardinals knows that like anytime they go up against some kid that like just got pulled up from the minors or some oh, guy. He's been a reliever. He's been a reliever. I know, but years. I'm just saying anytime some dude comes up that like hasn't pitched in forever, is fresh off an injury or like is a relief pitcher or just got pulled up from the minors and everyone expects them to like win handedly because the other pitcher just has no idea what he's doing. They go out laying egg and lose like seven and nothing for some godforsaken so, so like reason. When, so like when the when the Blues play a, ba- a no name backup goalie. Yeah, it's literally the same thing, dude. I swear. Cool, cool, I don't know cool, how cool, it happens. Cool, cool, cool. Something in the air uh, in St. Louis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what well, I feel like pitching is kind of like goaltending. It, it, yeah, huge, yeah, huge, fair. huge mental mental focus. Um, that's why you know I you say goalies are voodoo. I feel like pitchers are also voodoo because yep. depending on the pitcher's mental state, they can look like a Cy Young winner. Or a or a little league pitcher. So yeah, hundred percent. We do have Jack Flaherty on the bump, though. So oh, that's gonna be Twitter's don't gonna be think fun trust in the Twitter's game. Fun tonight. How yeah. depending on? I don't know, man. I I I've been loosely following. I don't. People don't. It looks like people don't like Jack Flaherty anymore. Um, I was. I, was, I mean, I love <laughs> as Jack like the, as an outside observer. 
if I was just following the Cardinals through Cardinals Twitter, Jack Flaherty went from like a franchise talent to a complete bum over this season. The basic, just based on <laughs> the way know. people talk about him on Twitter. I mean, that's no. fair. I don't. I don't think I would say a complete bum, but the way people talk about any, the way people talk about anybody on Cardinals Twitter is just, I mean, <laughs> pretty toxic. But um, he he has kind of. I, don't, I wouldn't say he's fallen off because he's still putting up impressive numbers, but he's not having the season this year like he did last year last year he was just playing Mm -hmm. out of his mind pitching um but we'll see if he i mean playoff jack flaherty i feel like is a real thing um so we'll see if he he's up to the task tonight Um, yeah i'm looking forward to it the the marlins just swept the cubs um it's official you know the marlins have never lost a playoff series in franchise history I'm pretty sure they've only been to the playoffs like one other time, and they won the World Series. But oh, I remember that against the Yanks. Right? Yeah, like like jo- like Josh Beckett, and yeah, that's the only, that's the only guy I can Damn. remember. That's kind of sick, yeah. honestly. It is. It is kind of sick. It is kind of flex. Um, <laughs> baseball playoffs have been fun so far. Yeah. Best of three has been has been chaotic. Um, teams, you know, losing their season in a span of 24 hours. It's, it's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's been fun. F- football's been fun. Except for all the injuries, but yeah, good game. Not I wouldn't say good game last night, but a, a, a jet, there was a Jets game last night. So <laughs> that take take with that what you will. Um, it went as about as expected for for the Jets. Mm-hmm. Uh, no more no more hockey to to talk about. No more games coming up. Mm-hmm. Who knows when the next season's going to start? But uh, hey, we can enjoy football. I'm just excited baseball to see and those basketball. fucking Seattle tarps on the ice eventually mm-hmm. when that happens. They're so yeah. Because we're talking about Vegas jerseys, dude. Oh my god, it reminded me of Seattle and how hot theirs are. They're so. I mean, sexy. I, I I I almost wonder like, are we ever gonna get like a normal scheduled NHL season again? You know, like yeah. At this rate, they would have to really mess with some stuff to get a to get an October start again. I don't know how they pull that off, but but it, we might be looking at a uh, uh, hockey starting right around the new year every year for the next next few years. Who knows? Jesus. Uh, or yeah. honestly, I could either see that happening, or they try and rush it, and the product's not as good because everybody like didn't have as much time to train. Yeah, I don't know. You know? I don't know. Uh, one last one last note. I think we should cover before we wrap this one up. Uh, I know Tommy and I talked about yesterday uh, the the controversial controversial celebrations uh, from the. Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, I, I saw a tweet today that the NHL reached out to Tampa um, regarding their their conduct and their celebration. Let me find the exact exact. Yeah, the NHL has reached out to Tampa Bay to quote question some of their behavior during the Stanley Cup celebrations, which in all honesty was exactly what I was asking for yesterday. It was just someone to step yeah. in and be like, hey, hey, we've gotten this far. We've looked just really, really good for this many months. Just give it like two more weeks and then just go get lit when the media doesn't care about you anymore. <laughs> you know? Yeah, just a little bit of accountability. Even if it's like a PR schematic, mm-hmm. like just mm-hmm. just like addressing the fact that like, hey, maybe this isn't a good idea. Uh, I think that's a step in the right direction. And just kind of get even, even getting the players themselves to take a step back and be like, okay, like it is really sick that we won the Stanley Cup. Definitely did get tunnel vision and want to celebrate with the boys and pound as many skis as possible but i think taking that step back and being like hey there is a lot right. bigger things going on in the world right now is right 
and for anybody, so. right? And they have and they have a, a huge platform, you know, going up on stage, drunkenly shouting to the to the masses. That's there's a lot of people tuning into that. A lot of you know, we still quote, "We went blues" and and Brett Hall singing "Glory." You know, we're I'm probably never going to forget the the parade and and all the player interviews and stuff. So it feels like a big opportunity missed uh, to where you could have promoted some some you know safe. Uh, cautious behavior while still also, you know, having a good time and, and, and celebrating. Uh, but hopefully, hopefully the the word got across to the to the Lightning franchise, and, and we'll see some not necessarily see some change in the future, but I guess see a little bit less of the of the disappointing uh, uh, videos and, and stuff that were all over Twitter. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll, Either way, I'm happy for we'll him. Keep you posted. Yeah, I'm happy for mm-hmm. him too. Honestly, it's been a long mm-hmm. time coming for that team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm happy for him, and it's unfortunate that they do have to celebrate under these circumstances. And as much as I want to sit here and be critical of it, I, I, I can't really, I can't really confidently say that I wouldn't be rooting for the the Blues to rip it up if if this was 2019 when we had this the, the pandemic and all that. So on one hand, I get it, but on the other hand, like you said, a little more accountability will be nice. And it looks like that's happening. So fingers crossed. But uh, I think that's all we got. Yeah. You got Thank you guys so me? much for listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Blues. You can follow me on Twitter at 12 to 15. You can follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. But as always, mm-hmm. let's go Blues. Let's go Blues.